are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, I mentioned one of the other sessions. We live under God's Word system. God established this earth with a Word system. You may not like it, you may wish we didn't have it, but you have, and it's going to be here forever. <laughs> That's just the way it works. Now, God could have created any kind of world He wanted to. God could have created a world and said, we're going to have a feel-like world. So just whatever anybody feels like, that's the way it'll be. Boy, wouldn't we have been in a mess. We'd have been in a bigger mess than we are now. But see, God didn't go that route. God set some things in motion. He created the worlds with His words. And He gave Adam dominion. He gave his mankind dominion over the earth, over all the cattle, over all the earth, and every creeping thing. He was to subdue it and have dominion over it. How's He going to do it? By words. Faith-filled words. You see, faith-filled words is living words. They are living words. They live on. They live after you die. Things that you say to your children, things that you prophesy over them, whether you realize it or not, that's what you're doing sometimes. Those words will live on after you die. Unless you recall them and replace them with something, I'll tell you how to get rid of some of those words that you've been proclaiming over your children and over different situations. Or oh, somebody said, if I could just call them back, you can overcome evil with good. Repent of the wrong things you've said and the negative things and the, and the fear that you've released. See, your fear-filled words produces a spirit of fear. And you can transmit that spirit to other people. You can transmit it to your children. You can also transmit the spirit of faith to your children. To when you die, your words will live on with them. Now, whether it's faith or fear you've instilled in them, they'll live on with them, you see. Those words never die. Now, verse 3 is one I want to get to. Who being in the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. Now, notice the wording of this. By the word of his power. Didn't say by the power of his word. Now, essentially, I know that that's what it means by the power of his word, but specifically, that's not what he meant. <laughs> so, let me explain what I'm saying here. Sound like a paradox. But he said he upholds all things by the word of his power. He's telling you where his power is. His power is in his word. See, God's power in this earth to do things in this earth is through his word. See, he was left on the outside of this earth looking in when Adam sold the earth lease out to Satan, and Satan became the god of this world. So what's God going to do about the situation, the circumstances that arise in the earth and the wickedness in the earth? Well, he's going to put his word in here to destroy it. He started prophesying some things, prophesying that Jesus would be born of a virgin, that his word would be formed in the earth. 750 years before it came to pass, he put his word to work, bringing that to pass in the earth. See, that word was alive, alive with the faith of God. Your words can be just as alive with your faith as God's word was alive with his faith. Your words are the forerunner of the event that is to come. Now, I'm going to let that hang there a minute. Your words are forerunners that establish the events that are to come in your life. Somebody said, oh, dear God, I hope not. 
you'd better pray for a crop failure then because some of you have been planting the wrong things. What you speak, you believe. What you believe, you speak. The more you believe it, the more you say it. The more you say it, the more you believe it. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. The good man out of the good treasure of his heart, he bringeth forth the good thing. But if you haven't got good things in there, you sure can't bring them forth. So you're going to bring forth the evil things. And your words was the forerunner. It went before you and prepared the very thing that you've confessed and said for years and years and believed for. Like the lady that said three months before they were to go on a vacation, said, well, now you watch and see, said... The day we get ready to go to Hawaii, he said, our kids will all come down sick. The day they're supposed to leave, she walked in my daughter's dress shop and said, well, I knew it, I knew it. I told my husband three months ago that they'd be sick. The day we was to leave, today is the day, and they're all sick. Isn't that amazing? Her words were the forerunner that established the event that came to pass on the exact day that she established it would happen. Somebody said, well, now, you don't think that her words had anything to do with it, do you? Oh, no, I don't think it. I know it. I know what God said. Man will have what he says if he believe, if he doubt not in his heart, if he believe what he says will come to pass. She proclaimed it, she decreed it, and had three months to get highly developed in that faith. And it came to pass just exactly like she said. Well, here he says, let's get on this verse 3 for just a little bit here. Who being the brightness of his glory. Now, speaking of Jesus or the word of God, the brightness of his glory, the express image of his person. The express image of his person. Now, I want you to notice that he says Jesus was the express image of God's person. You want to know the personality of God? Study the ministry of Jesus. You want to know what God's like and how he's going to deal with you in this earth today? Study the ministry of Jesus and see what Jesus would have done about what he would deal with you about. That's the way God's going to deal with you under this new covenant. As long as we live on this planet. Now, after this, there's going to be a judgment. And uh, if you're not a son of God when you leave this planet, you're not ever going to be. And judgment's coming, no doubt about it. Now, there are certainly some things that happen to people because of the sowing and reaping. That somebody said, well, look what God did to that person because they were so sinful. Well, they drank fifth of whiskey every day and died of liver disease, and then they said God did it. God didn't have a thing to do with it. It's a law of sowing and reaping. The word express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. He upholds all things by the word of his power. He says the word of his power. That tells you that all power is in his word. And specifically, he upholds the constellations and all of the Milky Way and all of that, stars and what have you, by the power of his word. Specifically, by the power of his word he does it, but it says by the word of his power, telling you that there is ultimate power in the word of God. The creative force that created all things. Now someone said, how in the world can you believe that you could just speak some things and they'd come to pass? Because we're created in the image of God and in his likeness. Somebody said, how in the world do you believe that you could just speak to a sycamine tree and it would obey you? Because Jesus said so. The word itself established it. Now see, the problem is, some of us think that we got smarter than the word. (laughs) No. See, we can get some enlightenment. Now what created that sycamine tree? Word, living words of faith, created the sycamine tree. God created the tree with his word. 
Now, wouldn't it stand the reason that faith-filled words could rearrange the tree? And then while we're on the subject, you might think on this, that those dollar bills that's in your billfold and all those that you'd like to be in your billfold and bank account was made out of the tree. And Jesus said it would obey you. And to tell you quite frankly, it has been obeying you all these years. Some of you have been prophesying to your money. Well, I just can't keep money. It just always gets away from me. See, you're speaking life to that thing. You're speaking life to that situation. Always have a lot of month left over at the end of my money. How long you been saying that? 39 years. Working real good, isn't it? Still working. See, your words are the forerunner. Now, somebody said, how in the world could that do that? Well, your words go forth and prepare the way before you. What you said causes you to make dumb decisions <laughs> and cause you not have any money left. Causes it to flee from you. I tell you, I just can't keep money. I've heard people say, I just can't keep money. It just gets away from me. It comes to me. I call it. See, speak to the sycamine tree. Now, another point here that I want... We're going to come back and get on that. We're about out of time, but let's take notice here. The word here, person, express image of his person, is very informative when you do a study on that. This word person is the very same Greek word that's translated substance in Hebrews 11.1. 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. See, faith gives life to God's promise. The seed is in itself. The power to accomplish what God's Word has promised is in that promise itself. Even to Mark eleven twenty three, that a man will have what he says, if he believe and doubt not in his heart, believe what he says will come to pass. You see, that seed is in itself. And when you speak that thing, you release that seed. Whether you spoke it right or whether you spoke it wrong, it doesn't matter. It's going to come about exactly like God says. Now, it may take you a while to get developed to believe in what you say will come to pass, either negative or positive. But now we could say it this way then. Jesus was the exact expression of God's substance. Or we could say Hebrews 11, 1 this way. Faith is the person of things or the personality of things hoped for, or the person of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. So he upholds all things by the word of his power. He upholds all things, and you're doing the same thing daily. Your words, remember this, if you don't remember anything else, your words spoken out of your mouth is the forerunner for the events that you will face in the future. It has been the forerunner of events that you faced in the past, and it will be the forerunner of events that you'll face in the future. And what you do and what happens depends on what you proclaim and believe. God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. We are offering CD offer number 7215 entitled Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, when you call things that are not, that means you're calling for what you don't yet have. I've had people to say, well, I just don't understand why you say you're healed when you're sick. That's all the more reason you ought to call for healing if you're sick. You call for what you don't have. 
We're not trying to convince somebody that we're already healed. If you have pain in your back or somewhere and you're in severe pain, somebody says, how do you feel? And you say, oh, I feel fine and I have no pain at all. That's not a confession. That's a lie. Some people don't know the difference in a confession and a lie. But when you say in your own prayer time, thank God by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I'm delivered from the authority of darkness and sickness has no power over me. I am healed. I'm well. I'm free from pain. You're not lying to anybody. You're calling for what you don't have. There's a difference in a lie and a confession of the Word of God. Why in the world would I want to call for sickness and say, I'm just sick. Dear Lord, I'm sick as a horse. You know, I mean, faith cometh by hearing. The more you talk about sickness, the more you believe in sickness. You call for what you don't have. And when you call for it, it will be manifest over a period of time if it's abundantly in your heart. That's why faith and confession is important to setting the law of faith in motion. That's the way you do it. You call it the way the Word of God said it, and the Word says you are delivered from the authority of darkness. You're translated into the kingdom of a dear Son of God, and by Jesus' stripes ye were healed. Hallelujah. Well, that's offer number 7215, calling things that are not as though they were. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. A total of $19. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area. Well, it's working, but we'll be here.